Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. We got four of them. And we're wow. The table. That's fancy. That's like, that's fancy, fancy. It's weird to me how fancy some podcasters and stuff get with their technology uh-huh. um like you see the video of podcasters with the the pee popper thing on their microphone mm-hmm. yeah i didn't see those things until podcasting became big because even in the fucking commercial radio station i worked at we didn't have that shit yeah it's like these guys just want to look like fancy rappers and stuff yeah. like that so it's like dude you don't need that man just learn how to talk you dickhole <laughs> but i was about to say like i kind of think that i should have one because i still do that your like, plosives yeah you'd be popping them peas yeah yeah but uh yeah. i guess i'm a dick hole nah <laughs> you're not a dick hole you just don't know how to you're just not a proper broadcaster <laughs> well that's for a sure proper broadcaster you're not a proper broadcaster you popping them peas baby it's so pop, dirty pop pop pop, pop. <gasps> here hang on i gotta let shay outside hang on uh-huh. Did you just shit yourself? Oh boy. Pop pop. My dogs have been annoying me and going out in shifts. I like it when they go out all at once. But mm-hmm. now they've been going out, you know, maybe five minutes apart, so that's more work for me. I gotta get up and do stuff and or I have to walk downstairs to let them outside and it's annoying. They're doing that on purpose. I know. They're trying to make me exercise because they think I'm fat. We do that to officers. We would <laughs> we would see an officer coming that we didn't like, and so we would line up and space out just enough that when he saluted one of us, then the next one in line would be coming up. So he's got like one really buff arm, and then the other one's like have a noodle arm. Yeah, like well, like uh, like Hellboy, or like every teenage boy. Uh, anyway, or married guy. Or single guy, or every guy ever. Every guy yeah. ever. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about this episode. What's the name of this episode, anyway? There was an episode? Piece of crap bitch that runs a cult. I, I, I prefer to call this episode White Guilt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm calling this episode. Welcome to Dork Trek. Hi, everybody. Sorry for the hiatus, but I was sick one week, and then last week I lost power and we lost power for like two days. Apparently, like a mini hur- a mini tornado hit the neighborhood next to mine. And because of all of the, uh, I guess, uh, old school power lines that aren't buried, there's actual like telephone poles and power poles and stuff. We lost power for like two days. So that was crazy. Yeah. When you said it was going to be gone for like the entire day, I thought that it was just bullshit and they were going to have it back in like an hour. Because that's what they always do here. Nah. You know? Nah, it was... It was, it went out early Tuesday morning. It was out for about five hours. Then it came back on and everything was cool. And this was Wednesday night at around 11, 30, 12 o'clock. I was reading comics on my iPad. And because uh, that Marvel, that Marvel digital service is just great. But anyway, so I was, um, I was reading comics and the power went out. And I was like, oh, that's not good. And then it just stayed out forever. Like we, and of course it was the coldest days of the winter. Like it was, it's been surprisingly warm here in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. 
but uh, it was like 30 degrees. <laughs> it, was, of course. It, was, it was real dumb. Uh, the, of name of this, the name of this, so yeah, so I apologize Paradise. for the break. I apologize for the break, but we're back. The name of this episode is Paradise, or as, again, I like to call it White Guild. Because <laughs> I felt a lot of white guilt. And when Ben said that he felt uncomfortable watching it, I bet it's for the same reasons that I've had. It was very uncomfortable. Are you sure with Ben that that's the same reason? I don't know. I felt a lot of I felt a lot of white guilt with this episode. Okay. And there were specific points. I don't think Ben knows the meaning of the term white guilt. Yeah, I do. I have a lot of it. Lot. No, I, my I think my d- uncomfort point though was or discomfort point was different than yours. Okay, well, especially uh, if you're going from the white guilt aspect. Okay, well then what we can do is we can find out what your uncomfortableness was about the episode, Ben, and okay. then we'll find out what my uncomfortableness was about the episode. And I'm sure Jenny had some uncomfortable feelings about it as well. Um, yeah. Well, she hates the Irish, so well, yeah. I mean, I don't think these people were Irish. She was very Ann close Coulter. enough. She was Ann Coultery for me, like very yeah. kind of like. Yeah, not a fan. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Cisco and O'Brien are uh, looking out. Uh, I guess they're on some kind of mission to find good places for colonies near the wormhole. Yeah, and uh, they're talking about the the possibility wormhole. of Jake, uh, you know, going around behind uh, Chief O'Brien as like his apprentice or something to kind of get him ready for the academy. Yeah, they're having like a nice parent moment, like about talking mm-hmm. about their sons and like, you know, O'Brien tells a fun story about how he didn't, you know, know shit about electronics until he was 10 minutes away from being a Cardassian fucking captive and then he figured it all out and yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. It was a <laughs> next, cute, it was a cute yeah. story. Next thing I know, I'm the tactical officer on the Rutledge. I'm like, well, that and that's explains. why we got blown out of the fucking sky because I didn't know my ass from a hole in the ground, and here we are. <laughs> I just figured out though the way we won the war is that I figured out if you would spam the phaser key, <laughs> and yeah, it's just now. So while they're talking and stuff, I guess they uh, they pick up a, pl- a class ten planet. It'd be you know like all nice and colonial ready. Earthy, Earthy, Earthy yeah. which is your standard uh, colony-ready planet. Yeah, they're playing like Christopher Columbus on this episode. Like they're they're looking for places to, I guess, colonize. discover. Yeah. yeah, it's still weird to me though that there's there would be planets and and stuff out there that haven't been discovered at this point. Like they found a fucking wormhole that goes to another side of the galaxy magically but mm-hmm. they're, they're still looking around space that they know and that they've charted for planets it just seems strange mm-hmm. like they don't know everything which well, it's, it's one of those things it's uh like right now with us we can look at the planets the exoplanets that we've discovered from mm-hmm. a distance but until you actually kind of go there and do a couple of scans then that's when you find out that you know the the uh cannibalistic jellyfish that crawls out at night and then you're like oh maybe yeah, it's not a good place we don't have crawling. warp drive and we're not talking to other people on other planets that know about this shit well, like yeah. it seems like somebody would be there already but you still maybe it's be- maybe it's kind of like the new restaurant in your neighborhood that opened and you're like hey there's a new restaurant maybe we should go there i don't know mm, i like my yeah. old restaurant and then finally you're like you know what our our old restaurant kind of sucks or it's too crowded tonight let's try right. a new restaurant mm-hmm. all right we'll go to steve's taco palace and steve and you get to steve's taco palace you're like i guess this place isn't that bad i mean it's okay 
they got there's, tacos. There's some yeah. crazy redheaded cult woman here who won't let us leave. But other than that, I mean, it's pretty. But there's rad. tacos. Yeah. So you know, she put Dennis in a box, and, and <laughs> you know, because he didn't like the tacos. I gotta let Shay in. Hang on. Continue amongst yourselves, lovers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like you know. I, okay. So <laughs> they they find this uh, planet, but. Lo and behold, as they look for the uh, the colony worthy planets, there's already a human colony on this planet. What? So there's already people here. And so, like Columbus, they just discovered the planet anyway. Well, yeah, they're going to they go plant the flag, but even though there's already people there, it's like, oh, well, you know, let's go discover and it again for the first time. Do you find it weird, too, that their exploration party is a group of two that both of them beam down to the planet? Like, doesn't that seem a little... That wasn't too smart. No, yeah. like, it shouldn't... It, like, I was thinking there should be someone else on the ship just in yeah. case something goes wrong to report yeah. back. Like, it's weird that there's two guys on the ship and they both go, all right, let's go. Like, what's 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 our backup plan here? We're, we're, they left the car running outside. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they need Michael Collins. I mean, you know... Crickets. Explain this joke. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah explain this joke. No, he was the astronaut that stayed on the okay, yeah, exactly. orbital yes. while Armstrong gotcha. and Aldrin went down. And that's why we didn't get the joke, because nobody gives a shit about Michael Collins or Crystal. I thought, I thought that was a movie that Liam Neeson was in about the <laughs> Irish Revolution or something. I was like, what does that guy have to do with any of this stuff? Yeah. This fall, Michael but, Collins. Yeah, but seriously, like, yeah, like, I don't get it. Like, there's a party of two and they both beam down. Now, see, here's the thing, though, to kind of tell the difference, I guess, of how we don't care about these colonial planets too much anymore. This is a runabout with two guys on it. Mm-hmm. Where in the old days, when we were looking for planets to colonize, it was the freaking Starship Enterprise going yes. out looking, you know. Mm-hmm. So we've gotten to the point that they don't even care about. Yeah. You know, right. It's right. like, yeah. We got two guys on a ship. You you guys go check it Was out. Was it weird that the people that they chose to send out on this mission, like they sent the commander and the chief engineer yeah, Riker to go would, scope out planets? Riker would never go for this. Like you think they would send out like a medical, not a science officer perhaps, and then yeah. some other shithead and then somebody to drive the, the runabout because the science officer can scan the life, you know, see if everything's good, how we work in here. They send the most important guy and then the Irish dude. And they're like, yeah, just go <laughs> fucking figure it out. Like, just I, go. I, I don't if know. this was TNG, it would have been uh, Data, Jordy, and maybe Worf. Yeah. Because Jordy can do the science stuff, Worf can do the kick-ass part, and then Jordy can, I mean, then uh, Data can just bore everybody. Well, see, well, Jordy, though, emotions like, and overacting. Jordy's a kick-ass <laughs> pilot, though, yeah. so that, that's why he would go. And he's a kick-ass lover. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And they get down to the planet, and they see, like, it's Renaissance Fair. It's fucking yeah. Robin Hood. Well, they beam down, and nothing works. And yeah. it's like, ah, oh, shit, one of us really should have stayed on the yeah. ship. Yeah. Dummies. Fuck. <laughs> and, like, that decision comes to bite them in the ass. And me, I, told you we wa- I told you we should have waited for Kira. She said she had to go to the bathroom. You know how long chicks take in the can sometimes. I know, but still, now, like, we're fucking stranded here. Nothing works, dummy. <laughs> Beam down and stuck. So yep. uh, the guy behind him, you know, was it Green Arrow shows up and tells them to put their hands up. Green Arrow's got some guns, dude. He's been working out. There's there's no technology on this planet, but there's clearly like a Gold's Gym or CrossFit. Yeah. Like this dude is fucking, ru- he's just yoked. Plenty of time to get ripped yeah. when you got nothing else to do. No I'm technology. Go 
I'm gonna go fucking work out a lot, bros. I'll see you later. <sighs> yep. <laughs> well, I mean, you you get bored after a while. I'm gonna that, go that's... do some dips, some fucking some CrossFit. I'm gonna go bang on a giant tire with a sledgehammer. I'm gonna train for MMA without ever fighting anyone. I'm just gonna do it because I like <laughs> chalk on my hands. I just think he's terrorizing the other Ren Fair, you know, participants. You know, he just jumps out of the cornfields. Oh, yeah! And, like, why is it that every time in any Star Trek, no matter what the, the branding or television program may be, when they land on a, on a planet that doesn't have warp, they have to be at a, at a fucking Renaissance fair. Like why, why does history in Star Trek stop at like 1740? Like why you is have that? All the technology or none of it. Yeah. <laughs> like no so in between. Well, yeah, and, but, I mean, if and you even don't have in the technology, ca- but I mean, and even in the case of Jean-Luc Picard's family, like they live like 17th century fucking French people. It's like you're on earth in the 24th century. Like, yeah, what the fuck is happening here, man? Well, they just don't use replicators at the house. They they prefer uh, you know real food and real wine. So you know, there's something to be said about that. I there mean, is something to be said about are that. Are you going to just... like cook a home cooked meal at home, or are you going to go out to you know McDonald's and get a hamburger? Depends what kind of mood I'm in, baby. Well, yeah, but I mean, could you? see though someone's justification that they prefer to have the the burger at home i I mean i get what you're saying um and i'm afraid to eat replicated food because i I think it would give me cancer because like what is it being replicated from just yeah just nothing yeah like just yeah like just nothing it's gonna give you cancer i know it's a closed system so everything you eat goes back into the system and gets made into stuff again yeah so it's like it's like doo-doo it's it's poop. Yeah. They put fluoride in the replicators to control our brains. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. They, obviously, <laughs> they do that. I love how, like, you guys can't see, but Jenny was so happy when she made that joke. She's like, man, going to all those libertarian meetings finally just paid <laughs> off. Like, that was it. That was Finally. Yeah. It's Nine like, years later. <laughs> if, if we didn't have the mic on the new uh, boom, she would have just dropped the mic and walked yeah. out. She'd be like, yep. No, those fucking things are expensive. I don't yeah, drop any mics. It's one forty nine, I think. Sometimes it depends how what kind of mood Amazon's in. Yeah. yeah, but it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, why? Why can't they live like it's either like Nazi times or fucking Renaissance fairs? Like, it's there's well, nothing in between. Well, you okay? So this planet, they can't do electromagnetic fields. They can't do electricity. Mm-hmm. So you from the writer's point of view, they're going to take it. Okay. Well, what was earth technology like before we had electricity, a Renaissance fair and that, well, you know, 1800s, but that's as far as you can go. Uh, look at, uh, did you ever see, uh, I forget the name of the show, um, on NBC, but, uh, revolution evolution. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Revol- yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. We, the lights go out. Yeah. And, you know, we instantly fall back, you know, America disintegrates. Blah, 45 blah, blah. minutes later. <laughs> yeah. It's just like there's riot. It's like as soon as the lights go out, people are like, once, here's the thing. Once the ice cream is gone, because, like, oh, the lights are out. Well, better eat the ice cream before it melts. <laughs> as soon as the ice cream's gone, society breaks down. Yeah. Air conditioning and ice cream are all that keeps Western civilization going. No, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. That's exactly right. But uh, so, yeah, they went back to an 1850s kind of, uh, you know, thing where you had the the villages and, and, you know, the the small towns and 
you know, agrarian based and all that. Because you got to make food to live. And slavery. Yes. Well, we'll get to that part. <laughs> oh, sorry. Spoilers. We'll get, we'll get well, there. <laughs> what we have here is a visitor from a strange new world. But um, so the older guy that's running around with uh, Green Arrow. Who is he, the definition of a character actor because I know who he is. I actually went to his IMDb page. I've seen those movies, but I couldn't tell you who he played in any of them. Like, I know this guy's face. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just couldn't. Yeah. He is the definition of a character actor. Oh, he's yeah. In, he's in everything but nothing at all. Yeah. I, I was like, pretty sure I said the same thing. I was like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah. Like, who is that guy? <laughs> Don't his know. Is Steven Vinovich. Vinovich? Steven Vinovich? Vinovich? He's still alive, apparently. I guess um, well, this isn't. The, this is only twenty something years ago. Well, I mean, his. But I mean, if you look at his Wikipedia page, it's. I'll show it to you. It's. It's surprisingly bare. Um, well, and character actors don't get to, uh, you know, have that you know fancy lifestyle. Yeah. That, uh, this is his. This is his Wikipedia page. That's surprisingly bare. I mean, so he was, he, he was it, born in 1945, and he's an American actor. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> that's all his pages. Well, see though, there you uh, go. He was Tin- born, and then he did a bunch of stuff. Well, yeah, he was on Malcolm in the Middle. He was oh, on he Everybody was on Loves Young Raven and Restless. Okay, for ten years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might be touched by an angel. That's you know, Three's Company. Steve Venovich. I know who this guy is, but yeah. I just don't know who he is. He was in he Mannequin. Was, he was the pres- He was the principal on Hannah Montana. Who was he in Mannequin? Oh. I was it the series or the uh, no the movie the movie he was in Mannequin the movie. I love scroll, that movie. Scroll down. I'm so looking. I'm looking. He's in Married with Children. Okay, like every sitcom that's yeah. ever been on. Webster, L.A. Law. This the perfect strangers. Wow, this guy did fucking everything. Hooperman. Uh, B.J. Was- Worf. Who's B.J. Worf? James yep. Spader was in Mannequin? Yeah. What? what? Estelle Getty was in Mannequin too. All right. I'm going to have to go back and watch uh, this. Yeah, we may, have to, we may have to watch and review Mannequin if James Spader is in it. <laughs> I love James Spader. <laughs> yeah. I knew that Kim Cattrall was the Mannequin. I knew that right. part. Uh, but I had no idea James Spader was. I love James Spader. Everybody loves James Spader. Wow. If you know what's good for you. And then this guy's de- this guy's dead. Uh, oh, is he? Oh my dead. God! I did not know that Meshach Taylor died. 2014. Uh, He's been dead for some time. But yeah, wow. Okay, I didn't know, man. Wow, James Spader's in Mannequin. That's fucking crazy. He probably played a douche. Oh well, that's what James Spader does. Mm-hmm. He's great at it, though. I mean, just I look at him. I-, I love how we get here by way of uh, Vinovich. That, that's awesome. He, this is the most important thing that Vinovich has done in his life is <laughs> to bring Dork Trick to James Spader yeah. by way of Mannequin. <laughs> I mean, I, I had no idea. I had no idea. That was a good one. Yeah. We so. used to do that uh, before there was seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Uh, my best friend Jay and I would try to make the shortest connection to Star Trek. Because the idea was everything had to connect to Star Trek in in the known universe. Yes. So right there, James Spader connects to Star Trek by Vinovich. I'm sure there's better connections. But Vinovich to Star Trek, you know, for James Spader. James Spader then connects to uh, Stargate. Yes. So now you have the two star programs connected together. 
There you go. Even it. though he was the movie, not the uh, series. Uh, it's just, yeah, like, uh, I, I think you can connect everyone to some inc- in incarnation of Star Trek because yeah. there's, mm-hmm. what, five series? The new series looks okay. I, the captain, I don't know who the captain is, but whatever. Oh, uh, Jason Isaacs. Yeah, he, that's, see, this is why I'm trying to stay out of this, this, this bullshit because uh, look, now, It's a cash grab, bro, cash grab. Yeah, it's messing like, with your emotions. Yeah, it's this. It's this. The last post I did on my site before it crashed, I just haven't bothered putting it back together. Was the roller coaster of emotions that I get from Star Trek, <laughs> and so like this entire series so far has been like, oh, the series, I don't know. Oh, but you know, a Star Trek, a classic Star Trek writer, or not classic, but you know, traditional Star Trek writers doing it. Oh, great. Oh, and he's bringing in the guy that did Star Trek Two. Oh, even better. Oh, but it's going to get delayed again and again. And oh, he's he's pulled out of it. And there's Klingons. Yeah, the he, ship's ugly. He pulled out. <laughs> His pull out game is pretty awesome. And then, uh, and I'm like, well, no wonder he pulled out. It's a piece of shit. And then you know, Isaac's is on board as the captain, who uh, you may know from the Harry Potter movies as uh, Luscious Lucius, Malfoy. Yeah, I've Luscious never, Malfoy. I've never seen a Harry Potter. What? Movie. Oh my he was gosh. in um, The Patriot. I've yeah. seen The Patriot. He was the British uh, asshole. Ah, okay. Yeah. I saw, I saw the first Harry Potter movie on a riff track. And I, at the, even with the riff track, I, that's the first time I was like, this movie is long and I hate it. And that was oh, with wow. the riff tracks. So I couldn't even imagine without it. If you can make it to like the third one, you'll be in. That's, that's a, a lot first, of, that's a, that's that's a big that's, investment. That's, like, that's not like seeing you're watching three episodes. I know. That's like, I know. Seven hours of movie. Yeah, you got to watch point. nineteen hours <laughs> to just be like, "Oh, I'm in." <laughs> let, let me tell you, you watch these uh, the first three years of Star Trek, the original <laughs> series, and the first four years of TNG. You're hooked. Yeah, you're in, man. You're in. Well, that's basically what you're telling me with like TNG and Deep Space Nine. It's like, oh, the first two seasons they're not that good, but you got to watch them. Uh, see, I don't know. I was I was kind of hooked on TNG from the jump off. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just kind of accept the early episodes as being bad because they're trying to find their sea legs. You know, like it's very yeah. rare for something just to start off awesome. Yeah. It takes time. You know? I mean, the first two Harry Potter movies are shorter than Star Trek The Most from Picture. So I think I don't know. You know. That first Harry Potter movie seemed long as fuck. Like I was just like, oh, <laughs> the my first God. Harry Potter movie is like the scene where the Enterprise is pulling out of space stock. Have you have you watched all of the motion picture? No, I haven't. I've then don't. <laughs> How dare you, woman? I haven't been able to get through it. How dare you? Alert! Alert! But yeah, so we're uh, so yeah, so we find these uh, uh, Renaissance Fair people, and they're like, "Hey, let's take you to our village. We've been here for ten years. Check it out." And they get there. And it's more Renaissance fairs. Like, it's just people wearing simple clothes, doing simple things. And then we meet this, this woman. Hey, woman. Hey, woman. We meet this uh, woman, uh, Alexis. 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 And she's clearly the leader of this hey, uh, group. Bob, you uh, know what, kind of, what kind of car did she drive before she left Earth? Alexis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Anytime, anytime I have anybody with that name, I, I have to... And right. surprisingly not a stripper, which is cool. Um, but she's clearly the leader. She's like, yeah, we've been here for 10 years. We have no technology. And she just basically tells Cisco and 
and your boy O'Brien, you're not, you're not leaving. We could use yeah. some more strong black hands in the fields. And I was like, oh my God, this is wrong. Like, this, <laughs> I was like, I'm out. I'm out of this episode. What? My white guilt alarm is just. No, woo, and here's woo, the thing. <laughs> here's the thing, though, is that she went ahead and, and saw the future because one of the common things I see on the Facebooks now, anytime you bring up any kind of racial oppression, you know, the people who, who react to their white guilt badly will trot out, well, you know, the Irish were oppressed also. <laughs> so they would have had, to, you know, here 25 years le- before this and said, let's put the black guy and the Irishman in the field at the <laughs> same time. That way nobody gets yeah. special treatment. Yeah. Right. It's- yeah, she's but she, yeah, she's like we work for our food around here. There's no free rides, and I thought she was gonna call me N word, but I was like, oh my god, woo, 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 woo. The the yeah, it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. So yeah, he uh, she explains though that they can't get out of there. Yeah, and right? she's and she's just like, yeah, you're not leaving. Like yeah, there's she, no way, there's no way out of here. And she says it very confidently to almost the point like, yeah, she's not letting you like she's sabotaging your efforts to get out of here. So immediately you kind of know that she, there's, there's something strange afoot here. Yeah. I mean, that was my thing was almost out the gate. What has she done to make everybody <laughs> stay here? Yes. Because people from the, here's the thing in the 24th century, there's a few nut jobs that are like, oh, I want to do the return to nature thing, but I'm going to keep a replicator in case little Joey gets sepsis. Yeah, in case he gets space cancer. Yeah, you know, you don't want to give up everything. No, but she was bouty bouty. Like, she was like all, all for it. She, then, she was Amish AF. Yeah, and she, she said, was, come yeah. with me. She's Except like, yes. the fact that I'm in charge. Because yes. O'Brien is already like trying to think of a way to like fix things and yeah. get back out of it. And she's like, no, 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 it won't work. Yeah, because But the, what about if I... No, nah, bitch, I nah. said shut the fuck up, Irishman. <laughs> get your fucking drunk ass out in that field. Start digging up some potatoes. Yes, stupid. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> yes, stupid Mick. Oh my gosh, this is wrong. <laughs> this is so wrong. I don't know why this makes me feel so uncomfortable, but it does. And then we go back to DS9 and like Kira and Dax are both, well, especially Kira, like she's just freaking out. Like surprisingly so, like they're gone. We can't find them. What are we going to do? Oh my God, this is awful. Like, it's, we lost it's, the captain. Oh my God. <laughs> it seems This almost, is going to look so bad on my fucking annual review. Yeah, it's, <laughs> he's going to give me the worst review ever. It seems like, it seems almost like an exaggerated reaction. Yeah. Like it's almost like, dude, settle down. Like you're not normally this flighty and kind of like panic stricken. Like you're normally a cool cucumber here. So it seems a little bit out of character. Is that safe to say? A little. Yeah. It, it was, they, they overemphasized yeah. the, the tension. Like, she, I think she's a little coked up in this episode. This bitch killed somebody and then lied about it for many years. And now she's freaking. <laughs> now maybe she's just on edge because she's afraid. What? It's, yeah. It's, the secret's going to get out that she'd be killing people. Well, no, it's going to be like, are, are they going to try to put the rap of, uh, you know, killing the captain on me? It, it, mm-hmm. I didn't do this shit. I'd be murdering people. They know it. So they're going to find out. They're going to think it's me. They're going to think it's me because I done killed somebody already. They know I killed another one. They coming <laughs> for me next. We got to find these motherfuckers. And, and Dax just like, all right, Whatever. calm down. If you're that worried about calm it, you should have went with him. Why were you taking so long in the turlet? <laughs> <laughs> I got my space period. <laughs> oh, okay. So then back on the plane, which they didn't really address. How are, how are they dealing with uh, periods on Renaissance Fair Planet? But anyway, they, they're a danger. It's, it's again. Corn cobs. Bears. <laughs> oh, corn cobs. 
<laughs> bears are just running. Bears, bears. and sharks are yeah. just running yeah. wild on this place. Land sharks. But uh, so, so Cisco, you know, he's walking around looking in his his quarters that they've assigned him, and apparently Alexis has written several books. Yeah. About economics and politics and Trump everything. Trump is right. Trump is right. She's she Jeez. said that she said that people have become fat and lazy because of technology and like they're dependent upon it to live and this is all bullshit and we need to get back to being people of the earth, white people of the earth. She had this one like bookshelf dedicated to Alex Jones. The other one was Ann Coulter. I believe her first book was called Mind Comfort. <laughs> <laughs> my my struggles yes. is real. So she's all she's all bowdy bowdy and like yeah she's yeah. she's definitely uh, the flags the red flags are going off like yeah. you're thinking and right. just convenient. I mean even before he's a, he's going to address this later in the in the episode he's already like oh wow you know it's real convenient that she landed here <laughs> that you know planet that made all of her dreams come true. The chances were literally astronomical. Yeah, Who uh, ever would have guessed? Out of a million planets you could have crashed on. And clearly no one with her um, saw her bibliography page because they would have been like, hey, bitch, didn't you write a bunch of books about this stuff where, like, motherfuckers crash on a planet and live like uh, the Swiss Family Robinson and shit? Like, huh. Nobody read her books. Well, she's got that one book that she had <laughs> on her read desk. Her books. That was, you know, how to crash your ship on a planet yeah. and set up a colony like Renaissance Fair by Alexis. You know what my favorite book is? My favorite book is Robinson Crusoe. That shit would be great. Huh? You know, like, yeah, we should do that. But we can't call it Space Family Robinson because that's, that's Lost in Space. On. Lost her in favorite, Space. Her favorite TV show is Lost in Space. <laughs> she's just in. She's just yeah, but the danger is that her favorite character was Dr. Smith. Her favorite movie is uh, uh, Cat. What's it? Castaway with Tom Hanks and, and mm-hmm. the ball like that. She just she's got posters of that shit in her office. Like you really like the idea of being stranded, huh? She's like, what are you talking about? Like I don't. Yeah. The Martian was her favorite movie. <laughs> she always wanted to be a cast a member of Survivor. Like that's just her deal. Like yeah. she's just she's just one of Gilligan's those. Island. She yeah. loved that shit. <laughs> well, that's why she did all this. She actually tried out for uh, season two of Survivor. And she didn't make the cut. And so she was like, fuck this. I'll show them. I'll show you motherfuckers. So she hijacks the ship and crashes it. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Like, and like, why would she have all of her books with her if she was going to crash on some planet? Or did she write all these books while she was there? Like, is she that crazy person? Yeah. I think a lot of these are handwritten. Okay. So I got the, the idea was that, you know, she replicated a shit ton of paper before they crashed. (laughs) And is like you know, because whoever leads these these fanatical cults, the rules never apply to themselves. No, no, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so, goes with pretty much everything. Like not fanatical cult. That just goes with life in general. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I'm setting up this ideal. I can't meet it myself, of course. So you know, I've got to uh, make you live up to it. Hell's yeah. But uh, so in the meantime, though. You know, they're, they're finding out all the stuff that they've left. And uh, I guess the engineer says, you know, he was the last guy to come over and accept that, well, this is just the way it is. That's Joseph. Joseph, yeah. yes. The, the act, Steve Vonovich, who we... Vonovich. Yes. Who was in Mannequin that we're going to watch and review, I think, we'll, if we can find a way to get it. 
easily. We oh, will, I can. We can find this. I will make this happen if this is a, a real thing. Oh, this dude, will, we'll watch a yeah. movie, Mannequin. I love Mannequin. So then uh, Cassandra shows up and she's like, uh, hey, you know, Meg is, is dying. And everybody's like, well, who cares? It's Meg. Nobody cares about Meg. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, this isn't Family Guy. This is Star Trek. We didn't care about <laughs> Meg on this episode. And so, like, she got mosquito oh, bit or something. You do care. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she got bit by some kind of mosquito. Or... Yeah. My thing, I, did you see the Land of the Lost movie with uh, Will Ferrell? No, I didn't. How was one? that? It it was it was kind of campy, but it was it was a Will Ferrell funny type movie. But there's a scene where a it was a Will Ferrell funny type movie. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> aren't all of his movies well, theoretically yeah, funny type it, movies? If you, if you like a Will Ferrell movie, you'll like. Land I of do a, like a Will Ferrell movie. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, so you know, I've only recently saw Step Brothers, so it's that's brilliant. It's, that's a brilliant film. It's all right. It's it's fucking great. I think I'm I'm past my Will Ferrell. But the reason I brought it, there's a scene in, in Land of the Lost where a prehistoric mosquito bites him. Okay. But the thing is like, you know, the size of a guinea pig flying around and it, it sticks to his back and it basically just sucks all of his blood out <laughs> because, you know, it's a prehistoric uh, mosquito. I, I think that's what would have bitten Meg. I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's dead. So she's dying and they're like, Oh, put some salves on it. And, O'Brien's like, hey, if we could just get in touch with the runabout, maybe I we could can. They're like, yeah, it. yeah, your medical supplies. Maybe we can find a fungus somewhere. You know, you're wasting yeah, time trying to communicate with this devil spaceship, and you should be out in the in the woods looking yeah. for fungus. You should be looking for a fungus to fucking kill this thing, you butthole. Like that's the cure to everything, fungi. You know, if, you know, if she dies, it's all on you, man. It's your it's fault, on you because you wasted time. The black dude and the Irishman wasting time. Fucking shit up for everybody. Typical. Just messed it all up. That's what I'm saying. Typical. And, you know, Cisco is like, hey, you know, when the rescue party gets here, and so she flips out on him and is just like, yeah, I'm going to need you to stop talking about uh, there'll never be a rescue party. Never. Never. Stop it. Stop it. Stop talking about that. It's never going to happen. I won't allow it. And so why don't you, why don't you come on out of that uniform? They're never going to find And that seemed to be her going thing is, you know, like they showed up. Clothes like, off, Cisco. They walked into the village and it's like, <laughs> well, it's going to get hot in the fields. So yeah, you probably want to take those uniforms uncomfortable. off. Uncomfortable. She's immediately putting him in the field. It's going to get yeah. hot in yeah. those fields. You're going to be out there doing slave stuff. So but it's like well every conversation with him ends with, it's going to get hot. You need to come out the uniform. Get in the field. I don't know why you're wearing them white man clothes. Yep. You, you need, need to. to yep. Yeah. White guilt alarm is just. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> I'm like, this is, I'm uncomfortable. I needed a safe space. I need. I, in, I invented a time machine so I can go back in time and vote for Obama <laughs> twice. <laughs> oh my God. This so is that's wrong. him. Get in the field. <laughs> Get in the field. Take your clothes off. So it, it uh, was very, it was very much like a less menacing. Uh, there are four lights. Things happening here. She's that. Mm-hmm. She's the worst kind, though. She's the the, the what I grew ratchet. up with. Well, yeah, the, she definitely had that that tone of voice. And yeah, like, it's just, it's that religious fanatic though that yeah. I grew up with when I was a kid. Yes. The tone she's trying to that win they you would over. take, and they just keep 
chipping away until they either kill you or make you as crazy as they are. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm good with my uniform. I like it. Um, It's comfortable. It's made of algae. It's replicated algae. Yeah, we're good, Playa. And then all of a sudden, uh, your man, Cisco, is hanging out in his bedroom. And then all of a sudden, some Uh fine Asian woman comes in. And she's all like, Oh, you want me to rub Russian on your saw brack muscles? Let me ray on the bed and <laughs> let me rub you down, strong brack man. Oh, sucky. And, and, and Cisco just like, did she send you here to make love to me? It's like, what? No, she didn't send me here to make love to you. She sent me here to fuck you. She sent me here to suck your dick. There's <gasps> no love. Yeah, there's no what? love here. I'm just going to. And then Cisco gets mad. He's like, how dare you send yeah. that woman in here? I mean, I fucked the shit out of her, but I'm still leaving. <laughs> like, you are a motherfucking bitch. I mean, she can't walk right now, you be- but still. <laughs> you better send two more in there to help her get out. I'm going to fuck them, too. <laughs> I'm a f- I mean, I already done fucked three ladies <laughs> in the fields. But yeah, it was definitely a strange scene with Cisco in that one. Very uncomfortable, yeah. But the, around this time, though, is when Cisco, we finally see him working in the field. And uh, he's really good at it. Yeah. Because I guess his dad had the restaurant in uh, New Orleans. Woo! Yeah, now I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) uh, Wow, you're really good at picking this cotton. (laughs) (laughs) So he said I need to make a new uniform. His father in the uniform uh, business. White white guilt is just, I mean, my white guilt is just going crazy at this point. See, I I, I don't know why I don't trigger on some of the stuff that you guys trigger on. And it's... Because you're from Alabama. Yeah, it's your heritage. It's heritage, not hate for you, Ben. Yeah, but I I trigger on stuff pretty quick. I just, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I mean, I I hate racist as much as the next guy. Some of my best friends are are minorities, but uh, I thought you were going to say some of your best friends are racists. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do know more than than I'm comfortable with knowing. Yeah, yeah, I'm learning that a little bit every day. Yeah, I think we found that out during the election. Yeah. Like, if you saw a Trump sign in somebody's yard, you're like, oh, okay. You hate, Mex- you hate Mexicans. <laughs> cool. All right. So here's something I found out this week, speaking about <laughs> hating Mexicans. <laughs> Why weed is illegal in the United States. Okay. Can tell, Benjamin. Well, the guy who led the campaign to uh, get the prohibition of weed uh-huh. was staunchly anti-immigration and hated Mexicans. Okay. And Mexicans were known to uh, partake of, of the cannabis uh-huh. at the time. And so he pushed that stereotype that they were all smoking weed. And weed, of course, makes you crazy. I mean, you know, see reefer madness. And so that was just one more reason we need to outlaw the weed so we can outlaw the Mexicans. Interesting. It was kind of a package deal. Interesting. So, And then later they used it against the hippies. The hippies. Yeah. They, they it was a way that... Yeah, then it was a way that we could harass the hippies and, uh, you know, oh, we're just here for drugs, looking for the <laughs> drugs. A, I'm just here for drugs, which is, I mean, you know. <laughs> that, that was the catchphrase of uh, Nixon's administration. Is Nixon 72, we're just, just here for the drugs. for drugs. American people need to know if their president's a druggie. I'm not a druggie. I, I, 
I haven't, I haven't been. It's pretty to, good. No, just here for drugs. Just here for drugs. So yeah, um, was but Alexis was here for the black man. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. Man. There were several. Well, times. so that's around the time though they're out in the field is when we uh, find out that oh, here's the box and there's, there's just like a box. packing crate. Yes. That, uh, and the weird part is no one a- no one asked about what this box was for until this part of the episode because there's just a box in the middle yeah. of the village and you're like what is this box here what could this be and yeah. all of a sudden like so someone... they have lunch there they have nice uh, refreshing iced tea <laughs> you know she'll come out with a mm-hmm. big tray of tea and they all come out of the field and get you know maybe he's got farming supplies drink. in it or something. Yeah, probably. That's where they keep the uh, seeds, maybe. Yeah, all of so these would be something. all of these would be reasonable, but nay, <laughs> no, <laughs> nay, I say, none of that. Stephen is in the box. Yes. What's in the box? Stephen. Stephen <laughs> is in the box, and Stephen stole a candle. A candle, which I thought this was really weird. That you know this big hippie commune place. Mm-hmm somebody would find the need to steal something. Like if he needed a candle, couldn't he just go to queen bitch and say, Hey, I need a candle so I can and, read one of your fabulous books. And there's fucking hippies everywhere. Don't hippies love making candles? Like there should be candles exactly. falling out of the fucking candles sky. And incense everywhere. Yeah. I've been to the Renaissance fair. They make candles all over that fucking place. Yeah. So it's like he stole a candle. Huh. All right. Uh, well, yeah. So they stick him in a, bo- I don't think the punishment fits the crime at this case. Uh, uh-uh. uh, but that everybody goes in the box. So apparently, yeah. anything you do, go you, in the you, fucking box. You break the rules, you get in the box. You broke the rules. Now you go yeah. in the box. So this is like a tamed down version of uh, justice. Yeah. From TNG. Yeah. You, know, you, you step on the flowers. You're fucking executed. Dead. Yeah. This episode had a lot of other T and other Star Trek episode. Um, I guess feels to it because mm-hmm. that one with, you know, where you step on the flowers, you're dead had kind of a, like the, the Irish planet kind of their lifestyle yeah. with mm-hmm. like, you know, we're simple people of the earth and all that other stuff. There was a lot of familiarities to other Star Trek episodes. Yeah. The difference of course, is that on planet Irish, you know, they were just all about getting drunk, having yeah. fun and making babies. Where... And, and part of the difference here for me is the uh, white guilt. Yes. The mm-hmm. gobs and gobs of white guilt. Yes. So uh, just take off that uniform. Just take off them fancy white man clothes. <laughs> she, I don't, the thing is like, I think she could have, if she wanted to indoctrinate them, she uh-huh. could have gone about it a little better. Like she she's been sneakier. Well, see, yeah, but she's just cons- very much like pedal to the metal. Like you ain't ever leaving. This is what it is. Yeah, but see, the concern is that you have this disrupting influence, and you you don't want to get the the regulars stirred up. Yes, you you gotta you gotta quash these two, get them broken and into the system as quick as possible. Otherwise, Joseph is going to start remembering back when he had battery operated shit. You're going to have, you know, the uh, space tramp remembering when, you know, the vibrator still had batteries. Yeah. And then everybody's like upset. Space tramp. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be the name of my second album. I space think. tramp. Space tramp. I believe that was a, that was a deep cut on a Bowie record. Uh, mm-hmm. Damn it. Um, um, that was <clears throat> but yeah. Um, so, but, so I get Sis- what you're saying. Yeah. So Cisco, he's not giving up his core behaviors. 
And so she sticks him on like a mid-watch and then makes him work in the field the next day. Yeah. She's like, well, go watch out. I mean, what the hell is he watching for? Like, what? They never mentioned anybody else being on the planet. They never meant being attacked by anything. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Well, you about? probably have a fire watch. Just, to, you know, just a, a, a general sentry. Okay. Bears, maybe. All right. All right. Well, again, yeah, all, all those... Uh, all the periods. All the periods. Mm-hmm. You, you got to watch out for the bears and the land okay. sharks. Land sharks. All right. Yeah. So, so, okay. So just in case you're attacked by bears. So yeah. And then she puts him right back to work out in the fields and Siska. And then O'Brien's like, Hey bitch, this guy, he's like, no, no, I'll do it. Now in the meantime, you've got, uh, the executive officer and the chief science officer of the station. They're still freaking out. They're freaking out. But now they got reports from the Romulans that there was a runaway runaway runabout. Yeah. And, you know, zipping through space at warp speed. So they go track it down, catch up to it. And, oh, my gosh, it's Cisco's ship, and there's nobody on it. They're going to think I killed him to take over yeah. the space station. I know <laughs> it, I know it, I know it, I know. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's uh, logs have been deleted. And uh, it's like, oh, what are we going to do? How are we going to explain this? They're the private server so that they mad. store the logs on. Lock yeah. him up. Lock, Lock him, up. him up. Lock him up. <laughs> Those personal uh, Starfleet log servers. Lock him up. Nope, believe. Lock yeah. him up. Yeah. So they they're going to start tracing this thing back to see where it came from. And I guess its course it had been aimed at a star to to burn it up, uh, but that didn't happen. It missed. How do you miss throwing something at? The sun. We got to think though. It's it's ninety three million miles. If you're off track by a, a degree, you're gonna miss. Yeah, and but, plus the ship probably has like, yeah, I don't feel like going into a sun. <laughs> yeah, that, that's idea. likely. That's likely. But I'm saying like, if you put this ship on a course going this way at the sun, it's gonna hit it, or it's gonna burn up when it gets even close. Again, like you'd really screw up to miss the sun. Yeah, I mean, maybe she's not the best pilot. Yeah, obviously, she, she was crashed the, on a yeah planet. Yeah, you know. So, the, I, can we say something though about the Hopi rope trick? Yes, that Dax said that she was. She's like, oh, hold on, I do a, uh, an old rope trick. Talk to me by a Hopi, and. Uh, it's like, no, bitch. All you did was come up behind it, match your speed, and hit it with a tractor beam. Yeah. That's Which doesn't what? sound like the best plan to me because then they slow down, and your ship's going to get ripped in half. I mean, just... Yeah. Because it's, it's going warp speed, and you're yeah. going to catch it and then, then go to, like... Sublight. Uh, I guess, yeah, subwarp. Your ship is... You're, the runabout you're on is going to rip in half. And well, Dax gets really unnecessarily folksy. And I think this would be better served if, again, if this was O'Brien on the runabout as opposed mm-hmm. to Dax, because then O'Brien could be like, well, hopefully the guys working at the fucking shipyard that day did a good job. And that's not science officer talk. That's yeah. kind of dumb enlisted Irishman talk. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. Hope nobody showed up drunk that day. Yeah, I know yeah. when I was in the shipyards, I'd come in hammered. You remember Odyssey when that shit blew up? Yeah, <laughs> I that was this, me. I like this episode. And I, spoilers, I like the episode, but I think uh-huh. Dax and O'Brien should have switched places. 
Well, yeah, but then you'd have like rape gangs or something. That nah, have to nah, deal you with. can. I, th- I still think you can keep the story. I mean, you could have rape gangs with O'Brien. I think he'd be into it. He looks like he's into that kind of weird shit. But so you anyway, could, you could flip him. You could flip them. <laughs> okay. And then I think he, the episode would be better served because it would make more sense to bring your fucking, uh, your science officer down because she could still kind of figure out the machines to get him back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I, I don't know. know. He would have been, she would have been as good as he was. At for, for, yeah. Figuring out why they were trapped yeah. there. Yeah. So now, and this episode is lacking quark and, uh, and, Odo. Uh, and Odo. So, I mean, that's a 0.5 deduction right off yeah. the bat. Mm-hmm. And, uh, let's go ahead and, uh, send, uh, good wishes out to Odo who has a very bad cold today. Yeah. <laughs> I, f- I follow him on uh, Twitter. I, I hope he's okay. And I hope he Renee, doesn't die. Yeah, Renee has a cold. Oh, no. He said, don't get too close to this tweet. You might. I don't want to infect anybody. I just hope it's he's like, not oh, dead. Because, I mean, not. that's how it starts with these celebrities. They have a cold and all of a sudden they're No, dead. That's, that's, that's Russian dictators. Okay. The, the back in the Soviet uh, era. In Soviet uh, Russia, a cold kill you. Uh, yeah, Premier, he say some things that are positive to America. Premier also has cold, may not survive. Uh, <laughs> Premier, has, Premier, has, Premier has died. Uh, new Premier joint office. He's cold. May, uh, yes, he died of flu, which shot him in face ten times. I still love it, though. And then Gorbachev takes a vacation. And they're like, uh, Premier Gorbachev, uh, he's not been feeling so well. He uh, maybe have I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, <laughs> then there's like a coup almost. And it's like, <clears throat> I'm good. I'm still good. Not dead yet. Not I'm good. Dead. I, I, I've never felt better, actually. I'm, not, I'm nowhere I'm close I'm literally to at the beach. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't yes, kill me. So uh, Meg dies. Of course. And Because uh, yeah, well, yeah. they're anti-vaxxers on this yeah. planet. Yeah. Is this planet anti-vaxxer? Yeah. Well, they're, and, act, uh, they're anti-everything, not just yeah. vaxxers. They're anti-everything. And so, you know, they're like, uh, but, you know, the thing that makes her dying even worse is that we caught this uh, Irish guy trying to uh, use some technology. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, Stupid so Irish it's guy. like, he, yeah. He must have killed her with that devil technology. Hell so yeah, he, he wasted time, and he, he's committed the greatest offense. And so, you know, somebody's got to get punished for this, so put the black guy in the box. Well, again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, no, Ben, as his commanding officer, I'm putting you in the box. It's like, bitch. I, I will fucking kill you when I get out of this I, box. I just, oh my God. Just because I hate that nurse ratchet kind of personality. Yeah. I kept wishing that, that Cisco would just go, you know, fucking hawk on her. Yeah. He's going to lose his shit. He's going to lose his shit, go man called hawk, and take her down. But no, he did. He was very. Okay. Yep. Get in the box. I'll go in the box. Yep. So he gets in the box and he does his time and uh, he comes out the next day and you know, he's, you, you spend a day and a night in a box or half a day in, in the night in the box. It's going to take a lot out of you. Yeah. It gets hot in the box. Yeah. Hot. In the and box. so he gets brought to her office and she, you know, Right. Does that bullshit thing? I want to help you. I, I want you. I, w- I want to help you. I want you to want me. <laughs> and then Cheap Trick starts playing. He's Cisco's like, I hate this fucking song. And then he goes back <laughs> in his box and he's like, fuck Cheap Trick. And then he closes the box. And then 
Yeah. Overrated just because the singer's handsome fucking now, dicks. Now all he has to do is put on the 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 slave clothes, oh. and he can get a glass of water. And, and how does she know forgiven. if he's gonna drink the water? He, she leaves the room. Just drink the fucking water, Cisco. Yeah. Well, if he drinks the water, that's more box time because he stole some water. Whatever, dog. I mean, he's going back in the box anyway. Yeah. And so going, that's yeah. that's that's where I I kind of like Cisco. Cisco's starting to grow on me at this point. When I was watching this the first time, he's like, "Fuck your water, fuck your clothes. Yeah. I'm gonna walk my happy ass back out there and get in the box. Yeah. Put myself in the box. Bitch. That was the biggest f you I saw in on TV in a long time. Where it's like, yeah, you get some water. I'm in the box. Yeah, I'm going to the you, box. You know where I'm going to be if you need me. And then he, he's walking like an old dude with bad feet. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then he falls to the ground, and O'Brien wants to rush to his side, and Cisco no, no, gives no, him the no, na-na-na. No, no. I got it. <laughs> got this. I'm okay, so then, uh, Joseph, I, don't your, I don't need your help, white man. Fucking Irish some bitch. I don't need your help, white man. This is all your fault anyway, because I'm his fucking box, because I'm your boss. If you haven't been fucking with that, uh, I knew they'd find some way to stick the black guy in a box on the sl- fucking slave show. Yep, uh huh. All about doing some crazy shit. I hate your guts. And he goes back in the box. So uh, a little bit later, though, Joseph finds O'Brien hiding in his cave, and uh, he he's, he's banging thinking, some rocks together because he's got some hot plans. Yeah, he's, he's like, I, I think you know, I can figure this out. Just need some time alone. Hello? What was that? I'm scratching. Yeah. I was scratching. It's just that you're scratching on the mic side. So yeah, I know. Just... I'm so I my <laughs> I let my wife um like she had a, a hard drive, like a like a external hard drive that needed a cord. And I was like, uh-huh. oh, this cord will work. And she's like, okay, cool. So she she saw she got it up and running. Mm-hmm. Then she brought that cord to work, and that's my microphone cord. <laughs> uh... yeah, so I was like, oh yeah, I'll just use my headset. Well, you, sound, you sound good. Yeah, yeah, I know. I just don't feel very professional, bro. I, I'm, I'm worried about my piece popping, man. No, there's no. The, really, actually, see, your, your piece pop over the, the mic. I don't yeah. really have a lot of. Good. I don't have my apparatus here. I don't have my fucking systems and shit. Maybe I'll just pretend and be like, yeah, what's up, fuckers? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking. <laughs> I'm using my Apple. <laughs> fucking. Ow, my, ow, I got it stuck in my fucking facial hair. That sucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I know exactly what you did <laughs> with the Yeti. Maybe that that, mesh. Maybe that's why I, I need that. the exact Maybe that's why thing. the screen's there. The popper is to keep you from uh, plucking. I got to shave. Yes. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I need to send you one of our booms so you can you can boom it up like a professional podcaster. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. And uh, speaking of the boom, Irishman uh, brings down the boom on Joseph's head. <laughs> they, they have a very nice little thing here. He's like, oh, look, man, I got to do this. You can try to stop me. Um, or, you know, I can do it so it won't hurt, which I yeah. thought was a fun line. He's like, yeah. look at that. <laughs> Just bend over. This, this won't hurt. He got second. a little awkward there when the guy's yeah. like kneeling down in front of him and it's not going to hurt. Just, just, just. Funk. Oh, that didn't go the direction I thought it was going to go. Yeah. Not the way I wanted it to go. Cause out of all the people on the planet, Joseph seems to be the most kind of sympathetic to their yeah. cause. Mm-hmm. He's he's the most rational. He's the engineer. I mean, granted, we've only kind of really seen uh, the Ann Coulter lady who sucks. Her mm-hmm. son, who's really ripped, and their relationship is uncomfortable. A little awkward. Yeah. 
a lot of hand holding, a lot of little Oedipal, yeah, a lot of longing looks at one another, and then the engineer. Everybody else is just kind of like background fodder. Like they're yeah. just there. Oh, and the sexy Asian girl that sexy tries Asian to space, that space tramp is there for her, you know, lines, and that's it. And Cisco totally fucks her and knows it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't blame him. She was pretty hot. I mean, and the lady's smart for sending the hottest one out to him. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Cisco smashed that. Oh yeah, yeah. and then went to complain about it. <laughs> He's like that she was a deadly. <laughs> How dare you send her to me? You got to send some better trim than that, bitch. Is I will fuck be- every woman in the this best town. you got. Yeah, no wonder I got. Now I want to leave for sure. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the best you're offering, I'm out of here. <laughs> so yeah, so um, so O'Brien takes off, and he I don't understand the device that he builds. He makes a compass. Okay, but yeah. how, he's the he's the hematite deposit to uh, to make a compass. But it's, now it's some professor and Marianne level compass from Gilligan's Island. It's in like a pot of water and a rock. Well, it's it's a gourd, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like mm-hmm. a gourd full of water and then a floaty thing with a rock on it. Yes. And it's like some very primitive ass compass. But I don't understand how the the compass is going to help him find what it's going to. It's going to react to whatever this duotonic field is that's keeping their uh, electricity yeah. from working. Okay. So he's just using that as like a crude indicator device so he can track it down. Okay. And so he's going through the woods and uh, it keeps, you know, pointing towards something. And as he's walking around, then all of a sudden it just starts spinning out. It's like that, you know, that's crazy. He uh, brushes away some dirt on the ground, and up, there's a big uh, power generator. It literally looks like Robbie the Robot is buried underground. Yes. To come back to Lost in Space. Like, there's just this giant control panel mm-hmm. buried underground. Yep. Danger, danger. And, and just, this, it, he's, it's got, like, the kit thing going on, too. Like, the, mm-hmm. the red lights yeah. kind of moving across it. I mean, this thing is intense as shit. Yeah. You know it's something. Like, the manpower it took to A, build, and B, bury this thing... I mean, must have taken many uh, slaves to do <laughs> that. They gave up their uniform. I mean, think about like she got this thing buried there before they crash landed yeah. on the planet. So, I mean, did she kill everybody who helped her with this thing? Well, no, you, that's easy to bury something. You you come out early in a ship, right? That has a transporter. Use the transporter to dig the dirt out mm-hmm. and then beam the thing into the place and then well, it's, brush the it's dirt It's been over. a little while since we watched it, but I remember it being, I thought it was like pretty large, like something yeah, that was, she would not be able to do It was herself. really big. It was really yeah, big. Yeah, but and the it was, thing is, yeah. is you, you have anti-grav handles where you basically, you literally, there's a thing about like. Uh, who's digging the, the freaking hole for? The transporter. She's you, gonna transport out some dirt. She's gonna transport a hole in the ground. Yes. All right. You literally can do that. All right. They've done this on episodes. It just doesn't seem like something that she's doing herself. It no, seems like something not. that she would get like five guys to help her with it. If, yeah. What I'll happens is later on she explains. Um, I don't even think it was later on. I think during a conversation with Cisco, it might have been later on. I can't really remember, but she was saying that there were people who were sympathetic to her views. Like, uh-huh. you know, that's right. Th- that's what the internet's for. I mean, she can yeah. find some crazy people that think technology sucks. Yeah. Um, and so they probably helped her with this operation. You know, so, Space John Birch Society is like, yeah. oh, we'll mm-hmm. hook you up. I know a planet. Yeah, totally. So, they, yeah, so they do it all for her, probably, just to see how it all works out. Gotcha. Yeah. gotcha. Now we're not going to do it. I mean, you know, I kind of, I got a, I got a nerve condition. I, I can't. 
but we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll help you out. You you go do it. Yeah, yeah. We'll see you later. Yeah. So before he can do anything to this power generator, though, Green Arrow shows up and starts, uh, you know, plucking arrows toward him. And you know, O'Brien goes on the run. And I, the whole time I'm watching this, I'm I'm hoping that O'Brien, like, you know, curb stomps this little some bitch. <laughs> yeah. But he he does the smash uh, a whiskey cool, bottle over his head. Yeah, you know, he's always got one. But he uh, takes him down in his underwear because yeah. he just hangs up his uniform as a distraction and uh, jumps out the trees. And there's, I tell you, in Alabama, we had a problem with this with drunk Irishmen in their underwear and trees. <laughs> and that's why you don't go in the woods without like a flashlight to kind of shine up. To How make many sure. times were you the drunk Irishman in the woods? Well, it, on Thursdays, that was my day. Okay. Yeah, you take, it's a, it's a, it's a rotation. You take a, you take a turn. uh, yeah so he takes him down and uh you know he makes the joke well i guess your uh your mom finally got somebody out of their uniform (laughs) (laughs) your mom (laughs) he totally uh, beat him up and then made a your mom (laughs) so he takes uh you know you know green arrow back to uh the village and now he's got a phaser that works, and he blasts open the box. Yeah, and he's like, do you know why this phaser works? Because I fixed it. Because these fucking bitches, he set this all up. I'm about to hook this place up. And then, surprisingly, they all take it really well. Like, there's like, you planned this? And she's like, yeah, I did. It's, Thank it's, you. It was awesome. Oh, my God. And we then she, loved it. She goes through the list. She's like, and you were just a dumb engineer. You'd work in a repair shop your whole life, and you would work at a bank. And, and, and Stephen, you'd probably be in jail. But he was in jail for, like, a majority of the episode. <laughs> That's what I didn't get. She's like, you should be thanking me for saving you from jail and the box. Which would have, like, a running toilet and a TV and yeah. – a weight room and you'd probably find some kind of space religion and maybe get a college degree. But no, here you just go in a box. <laughs> yeah. Get dehydrated for a few days. Yeah. Then you get real ashy lips, dry ass skin, real yeah, skin. My time in the box was my greatest experience ever. Thank you lady. So, uh, yes, but they discuss it and they're like, yeah, but you know what? We got a community now. Yeah. So we're we're gonna stay. Well, you know, don't know if we'll turn it back on or not, but we're gonna stay. They're surprisingly okay. Yeah. So Stupid. you know, and I think it's you know they were gonna be colonists anyway. Get you know a little technology, and uh, keep going with your bad self. Just get rid of you know space and culture there. Yeah, like have a little bit of technology, which is the whole point. Like just in case someone gets sick. Yeah, you can you can make some medicine so they just don't die on you, and that's one of the things that Cisco says. He's like, I mean, you know, yeah, you gave these people this, but you, what about the people you killed? What about the people that died? And she's like, whatever, fuck them. Like, damn. Mm-hmm. What so, if it was your son? And then they lo- they grab hands and look longingly at each other and start fucking making out, eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a little disturbing. Yeah. Oh, but no, uh, no, not not hot <laughs> because they're blood. It's you know, disgusting. That's, no, I wouldn't find that. Yeah, sexy what you say, they're uh, closer kin, deeper in. You know, if, they, if they're step, then it's you know okay. But <laughs> he adopted it, yeah. least or something. No, yeah. you came out, bro. You can't go back in. Catch my drift. <laughs> 
But yeah, so they do that whole thing, and then they just and that's the episode. Yeah, and then uh, you know, uh, Dax and uh, and uh, Nerissa finally showed up, so they uh, beam up, and Cisco takes uh, Green Arrow and and Culture with him because hey, y'all can decide to stay here and decide that she's fine and what she did was okay, but bitch locked me in a box. Yeah. So I, you know, Starfleet Commander, she's I'm going to arrest her ass. She's gonna be dead. Mm-hmm. She she uh, tried to escape. And, We're gonna uh, kill her. <laughs> it's like she died. Oh no, she she's running. She died. Yeah, yeah. sorry, she died. Sorry. Um, the weird part is again, they're all just very much like, yeah, you know, it happens. Yeah, we're just gonna stay here, do our thing, and then they and then they show those two kids at the end of the episode. We wanted uh, to go looking at the transport but they i have no idea who those kids were they didn't yeah. mention them early like there's no recall it's like Mm-mm. what the fuck why am i looking at these stupid well, they're, kids? they're young kids they've been there for 10 years so those kids were born there their right, whole life they just witnessed magic their yeah. whole life has been this colony with no technology magic. and they just saw the most amazing they just saw harry potter apparate Holy in front of them shit did you see that I want to go Tripping with balls. Man, I'm fucking, I ate that fungus that they tried to cure Meg with. I am so fucking just tripping. <laughs> Holy shit. The black dude and the Irishman disappeared in front of me. That black dude is magic as fuck. <laughs> and thus the term magic Negro was born. We got to bring that magic <laughs> black dude back. He was fucking amazing. Oh my God, I'm so high right now. <laughs> Where's Will Smith? <laughs> this is fucking... Bat shit crazy, man. That's a good term. I, I miss. I don't hear that near as much as I. I love it. I love bat shit. Bat shit great crazy. It's a great term. Holy fuck! I am tripping balls. <laughs> fuck, dude. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Let's get the fuck out of this stupid place. But yeah, they're surprisingly just like, yeah, whatever. We'll be fine. Do you want to? But now we're good. Yeah, let's just stay here. It's yeah. good. Yeah, so I guess uh, I was looking at the background notes just now. Um, Michael Piller, who's one of the producers on the show, uh, I guess he had a family member that uh, was in a cult. Ah. So he wanted to do a cult episode. Okay. And the same time, they wanted to do a uh, Cisco episode, you know, an episode where Cisco yeah. got to be kind of like a badass. Yeah. And so they were like, hey, Cisco versus the cult. Mm hmm. And he was pretty badass. I thought this was a good episode. Yeah. Like, again, there were some definite, like, uh, alarms was, going off for me. White guilt I alarms. Was, I was getting a lot of uh, Cool Hand Luke there. Uh-huh. You know, what we have here is a failure to communicate. <laughs> some people you can't talk to. Yeah, and they just, I don't know. I was I, really mixed on this episode. Like, there was a lot of stuff I liked about it. Yeah. But at the same time, like you said, the, the kids at the end, it was just so weird that they're just... They didn't introduce them in any way. Mm-hmm. I I hated the Alexis. Mm-hmm. I hated her. Like I think that's I just, the whole point, though. You're supposed you're to. Supposed to, yeah. But I didn't. I didn't hate like I didn't hate the character so much as just I hated the way that she portrayed her. Mm-hmm. And I just it it bugged me the entire yes. time. Like I just wanted to punch her in the face. Stephanie thought that Alexis was the lady earlier in the season who had the weird makeup on. Oh, from the planet. From the weird, from the planet, the dry wanted, skin planet. Yeah, who wanted to? Yeah. She wanted to colonize Bajor, but they wouldn't let her. She Stephanie, wasn't. Stephanie thought it was the same lady, and I was like, I could see that. Like they were close, but they, but yeah. So here's the thing, though. She's definitely got that. 
that she look reminded me of Vedic Wynn, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And Vedic Wynn, though, the I think is because she established the archetype of that yes. nurse ratchet. Yeah. Back in you know the seventies, yeah. And so everything that she's done, and all characters like that, are going to make you think of uh, what's her name, Fletcher. Louise yeah. Fletcher. Louise Fletcher. They're doing a good job, kind of. The only thing I will say is, like, all of the women on this show that aren't main casts are that spinster kind of manipulative nurse ratchet type. Everyone yeah. that we've encountered um, is kind of that same archetype at this point. Well, we like, had uh, Kai uh, Puerto Rican mommy. Yeah, but that's that's mm. the only one. But I'm saying, like, yeah. the evil ones are kind ah. of in that vein. Not even so yeah. much evil, but, like, I guess the... Because the the dry face lady kind of had similar aspects to her. Yeah. The yeah. the one lady that wants to be Kai kind of has similar. So I mean, do you just get uh, Louise Fletcher to give like acting lessons to all yeah. the guests? So of this the is week? how you, this is how you're gonna be. You're just gonna be yeah. just just watch 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 this and yeah. like oh I can do that. Yeah. If you get a chance, watch her Oscar uh, speech. It's it's very nice. Okay, from one flew over the cuckoo's from, yeah, nest. Yeah, from way back, and one flew over the cuckoo's nest, and she uh, she set the standard, and I, I and that's why I was I was going to rate this episode actually higher, is because Alexis made me hate her. Yeah, I thought and she was very. She pulled good. it off. And my thing if you know, it's like I don't even care about you as. Like Louise Fletcher has to fight to make me not hate her. If she ta- if she ever takes a sympathetic role. It would be hard for me if, you know, like when she was the, uh, when uh, the guy from Honeymooners, uh, not uh, Ralph, uh, Ed Norton, right? Not Ed Norton, Norton. So uh, his, uh, the, the, the actor, um, shit. Where are you going uh, with the spin? So in Firestarter, you okay. had the elderly couple that took in uh, Drew Barrymore and her dad. Okay. Took him back to the yes. farm to take care of him. And Louise Fletcher was the mom. Okay. Right? And uh, what's his name was the dad. And th- they're, you know. Alan sympath- Thick. No. Alan it's Alda. A, no, it's not Alan. It's, uh, uh, it's the guy who played Norton. William on, uh, Hurt. Played Norton on. Uh, Don Amici. He's a famous guy. Uh, Don, Where, it's not Don Amici. It's not Don Amici. Don Amici was on the uh, Bickerson, David, Bickersons. Uh, Jackie Gleason and and ugh, that's gonna piss me off. That's what I do. It's magic. Ricky Ricardo. But no. But so they were like the sympathetic characters. I immediately didn't trust the her. Honeymooners. With Starring Art Carney. Art, Art Carney. Carney. So Art Carney okay. and uh, Louis Fletcher, the older couple that take them in. And I honestly had to watch it a couple of times to make sure that there wasn't a scene where she calls the feds and rats them out. Yeah. Cause okay. you expect her to do that because, because I expect her to be, cause she is evil. so good at being evil. So she has to work so hard to make me believe that she's not a bad person. All right. yeah, it's but this like, lady uh, isn't Louise Fletcher. This is like, no, exactly. some other lady with like a, she sounded like she was going to cry in every scene yeah. and it aggravated the shit. Th- there was a couple of scenes where I thought she was doing a bad, uh, Catherine Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn. Uh, yes, I thought. I see. I liked her. Taking off. I thought she did a really good job of you know just being a total jerk. Yeah, you know, like a she's she's that she's that jerky 
you know, Christian lady who, who will do anything to can kind of convert you, even if it's being a dickhole. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like she, uh, I'm yeah, going to lock yeah. you in this box until you believe the same way that I do. Yeah, totally. Like I thought I'm going to shove this hot really poker good. in your ass Promise? until you believe I mean... in Jesus. <laughs> because it's, it, you know, the punishment that you have right now is nothing compared to the pain and suffering of hell for eternity. Yes. So I have to help save you. Yeah. Like, I, it, I'm doing this because I love you, Cisco. I love you, Cisco. You have to learn how to act white. Oh my God. <laughs> so back in the box you go. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a seven. I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a seven too. I really liked it. No. I'm I'm gonna give it a four. Jesus. <laughs> a four. Wow. Yeah. And the four points I'm giving it mostly is for Cisco being a badass. And your white guilt. And my white guilt. White yeah. guilt should take it to at least a five. Well, the thing is, I think that I felt like it could have been a better episode. Like, there was a lot of things that, like we were saying, like, she just kind of was very, like, take your clothes off, Cisco. Take off your uniform. <laughs> take and off it, your clothes. And there was no, like, there was no subtlety to it or, at all. It was just kind of like, I don't know. I just, I didn't like the way that it was done. I get what you're saying. So. Take off your clothes, Cisco. Yeah, so, I mean, I thought Dennis was here this week with the four. Right? I had to fill in for Dennis and, you She's know, give it. the low number. She's killing it. I like I'm just, it. I'm happy, that we, I'm happy we got Dennis's uh, score correct last time he wasn't here. And it's interesting, too, because, I mean, we're so, like, Ben and I were both like, yeah, that was really good. And Jenny's like, yeah, I hated it. It's like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> well, you know, it's International Woman Day, so yeah. they're all going to stick together. That's how it works. But I, I thought, that's I thought, exactly what I'm not doing. You are, because you're like, oh, this made her look like a bitch. So it was a bad episode. That's not yeah. what I fucking said. All, all, all women aren't bitches. I really like you it. I thought, you're a bitch, Ben. Well, she's kind of right. I didn't know that. <laughs> she, she's, she's, she's spot on. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, th- I do think it's fun that Ben and I were like, that was a really good episode. And Jenny's like, it sucked. So that's cool. I like it when that happens. Yeah. It, it always scares me when all four of us agree on, on, you know, mm-hmm. on yes. a score. And again, uh, I had a lot of white guilt about that episode. I didn't have that so much. I just, I hated the cult. I mean, because that one line where uh, Cisco's like, how long is it going to be before you feel the, the hand of God on your shoulder? Yeah. You know, this, he knew that this was heading right down that path yeah. of mm-hmm. uh, cultism. Well, it was. So she yeah. was right. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, there you go, everybody. Good times. Good times. Good times. Good times. And then we can watch Mannequin on YouTube. Uh, there's it's, it's posted on YouTube on places. So maybe uh-huh. we do a night where we watch, we'll watch Mannequin and then review it. Because, I mean, <laughs> Mannequin's a good-ass movie. I, was, I probably haven't <laughs> seen that movie since it came out on VHS. I remember watching Mannequin a lot as a kid, sadly. Uh, I think I saw it maybe twice. It's good. I love Hollywood. He was great in that. Yeah, he was, yeah I haven't seen it since the 80s. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't just, even I, know James Spader was in it. So, yeah, it's back when he was douchey and in everything. Yeah, but he's still great though, James. That James Spader. Here you go. Well, we put... watched something and John Cusack was in it, and I'm like, what the? F-? Just like a young teenage John Cusack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's doing so, Fifty Cent movies now. It's crazy. He's been in a couple Fifty Cent movies. Well, now John uh, uh, Spader. Uh, he's. Uh, Oh, what's the the show? Is is it the blacklist? Yeah, blacklist. 
And I, I hear good things about that now. Yeah, but I've never seen it. Like I've and heard good things, but like at this point now, I think it's too late for me. And he was on his, uh, what you call it, show there. He was the voice of uh, Ultron. Yes, so, yes. Good times, James good, Bay. Good times, everybody. You're really on the ball with these names today, Ben. You're just like, what? what's that thing called? What's the that show? dude? The, 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 the old, guy. The, the Ultron. He uh, has no strings. The, uh, <laughs> that uh, Tommy Stark, Iron Man guy. The dude with the brain. You know, um, Scarecrow, uh, Spider Man. No, Scarecrow, <laughs> Mrs. King. Uh, that, Mojo Jojo. That, uh, I love Box Mojo Cutter. Jojo. Mojo Jojo. <laughs> I just got into Powerpuff Girls um, oh, recently. So, now, classic or the new stuff? Um, we are. Oh, the, we've been reading the comics, the IDW comics at the house. Okay. But we've been watching the, the old stuff on Hulu, and it's pretty good. Now, mm-hmm. have you, have you uh, introduced the kids to him yet? Yes, uh, him is pretty cool. Bobby thinks he's kind of creepy. Bobby likes yep. him more in the comic because you, you can't hear his voice. Him terrifies me. Yeah. Uh, I, I still have some PTSD from when my kids were watching Powerpuff Girls. It's the, first the voice. Through. It's the effects on the voice. Yeah. Like, they do a really good job with it. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It's definitely one of those that I, I hate it, but at the same time, I seek it out. Yeah, like, I want to get creeped out some more. It's scary. <laughs> and I like the gang, the weird gang. I like the loser monster kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think they're yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah a, I think it's the the classic stuff was a very well written and presented cartoon. I haven't seen the new stuff. Yeah, I, I've seen a few of them. I, I'm not a fan. It's better than the the first reboot or whatever that they did a few years ago. Mm-hmm. It was awful like they try to do it as cgi or something i think or i don't know it was it was stupid i will say i saw the um the trailer for ducktales the new Mm ducktales and that Mm -hmm. that looks pretty damn good yeah i was a little skeptical because i don't i didn't want them to try to remake something from my childhood Eh, i mean you might as well one of those people i'm sure the people that saw ducktales were pissed that they took all the old comics (laughs) you know yeah I'm excited. Scrooge McDuck comics. You can't mess with that. I'm excited about the DuckTales one because I like DuckTales. Saw the uh, preview for, uh, with a teaser trailer for Deadpool 2. Cash grab. It's cash grab. Uh, They can have my cash. Take my money. I haven't seen, I haven't seen the first one. Yeah. Well, my, uh, are you familiar with the Deadpool comics? Yeah, you know who Deadpool is. I'm not. Do you like Deadpool comics? You know, I'm going to tell you, no, I don't. Right. I mean, I'll probably see everybody seeing the movie. I mean, and I like that Ryan Reynolds. He's charming. Yeah. Uh, he's a charming fellow. He, uh, he. I think he nails the character. Oh yeah, I mean, he's got it's... that sense. He's got. It is a perfect fit. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm just. I'm happy. He's that one he of the, was able to get Ryan Reynolds is one of those dudes that's pretty funny, but really, really handsome. Yeah. Those are few and far between. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it helps that he's Canadian. That's probably him. Which is funny because there was a movie that he did with uh, Betty White and uh, uh, America's Sweetheart. Uh, What's her name? Mary Tyler Uh, Moore. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but Sandra Bullock is the uh, Canadian. Okay. And she gets deported unless she can get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she has to marry Ryan Reynolds to stay in the country. Yeah. 
I'd watch them have sex. That's and a fa- that's a favorite. The minister. That's a favorite <laughs> movie. That's a favorite movie of Manny's because he he's like yeah he was totally into those people having sex. He would totally uh, watch that, and I could see that because I would I would watch those two people have sex. Sandra Bullock I, and um, Ryan Reynolds. I think I'd be more interested in Ryan Reynolds though because man that guy's handsome. I just it was a, I thought it was a, a great uh, vehicle for Betty White to show off her talents yes. once again. She's great. She's a real talent. I mean, I, Su- now, Sue Ann Nevins, bro. Yeah. I, I we just saw a thing that was talking about Sue Ann Nevins uh, the other day. Yes, she's and how brilliant. it was, you know, yeah. Once she was introduced to the show, it just changed everything. That's the thing about the Hulu episodes for Mary Tyler Moore because they're the the Valerie Bertinelli episodes with uh, uh, Rhoda, and I fucking uh, hate Rhoda. I fucking hate Rhoda. Like you know, a America hated Rhoda when it first started out. Really? Because like yeah, she got the, her own show, and like she was around. Well, that's for because a while. they changed her. Uh, initially, I fucking hate Rhoda. Like on Mary Tyler Rhoda is so aggravating. Like oh god, I just want to punch <laughs> her fucking dumb face. When because Cloris Leachman was uh, the landlady. Yes. Right. Yes. And so when Mary Tyler Moore was moving it, like they'd done the episode there, do the audiences though hate Rhoda. And so when they change one line though, so when Rhoda introduces herself to Mary Tyler Moore, uh, Cloris Leachman's uh, niece is with her showing Mary the apartment. Uh-huh. And she says, Oh yeah, that's Rhoda. Uh, my aunt hates her, but I think she's okay. And that ch- apparently was enough to change people. It was like, oh, well, you know, she just comes she's across a little bad. brash, but she's not that bad. And if, oh. if the young people like her, I should I probably Rhoda. give her a chance. And it's not, I just hate Rhoda. Like, ugh, she's just, ugh. And, but then, because then Rhoda leaves, and then, uh, what, Sue Ann comes in season four, and she's there for the remainder of the show. Is, is it season four that she comes in? I thought it was earlier. I want to say, I'll look, but I want to say it's season four. Because Sue Ann, I just, oh my God, she was just a force of She's nature. She's the best. Like those, yeah, Sue Ann Evans is the best. And I tried to explain to people that, the happy that Sue Ann, Sue- <laughs> you know, that Sue Ann was Rue McClanahan on Golden Girls. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, the, the characteristics and that Dirty was the big jokes sh- and yeah, like she's perky and on script. Yeah, yeah. That, that Rose would, pl- you know, be played by uh, Betty White was just so out of character. And people if golden girls is your first first exposure to rue mcclanahan and betty white you don't get the joke and so then when you see you know betty white being old and 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 sassy now you think that's you know like oh my goodness you know rose is such a departure but it's like no she's she's always been sassy yeah betty white was on the show from 73 to 77 okay so um she was there rhoda left in 74 so i don't know if it if it overlaps because the season yeah. rate. Yeah. So I don't know. So it was like season three. It looks like she came in maybe there. I have yeah. to look. That is pretty early. Yeah. But I love, but yeah, she wasn't in the first two seasons. Mm-hmm. I love Sue Ann Nevins. She's fucking great. Sue Ann Nevins, first episode was the Lars affair mm-hmm. originally aired September 15th, 1973 called for an icky sweet Betty white type. And so they, they approached her, uh, Alan London, I guess, who was her husband, was already friends mm-hmm. with Mary, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then they gave her the, she's fucking, I mean, she's the best. Because she plays like this happy homemaker, but she's a total tramp. Like, it's awesome. Like, she's the sex fiend. It's really yeah. wonderful. And she, anyway. just want, and she just wants to fuck Lou. <laughs> but who didn't? Who didn't? Lou, I love Lou Grant. All right, well, that's it, everybody. Um, God rest Mary Tyler Moore. She's wonderful. What a woman.
So, all right. Well, that's the episode. Rate us on iTunes. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. We'll, we will either be reviewing Mannequin or more Star Trek. It depends. We'll ask. We'll, we'll, we'll poll the audience. Yeah. Would you want to listen to us review Mannequin? Yeah, we need to get Dennison on this. Yeah, we need to. Yeah, mm-hmm. we need to uh, all hands on deck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Staff meeting. Staff meeting for mannequin. All right, everybody. Well, thank you, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Goodbye.